folks and kindred spirits alike. I would like to welcome you fondly to the Burgundy Brick Road, hosted by me, Mara Burgundy. And in this episode, I want to kind of hopefully answer or ponder the question, what am I waiting for? You know, um, this question came about as a result of a conversation that I had with a very good friend of mine where we were going on about our lives, our struggles, the things that we're going through. And one thing that struck me is that as millennials, we have this tendency to wait, wait for our moments of happiness, of contentment, almost as if we are waiting to earn them almost as if these moments of contentment, of joy, of celebration is a cup that we keep shifting from one table to the next. And that cup, if you notice, is never really at the table that you're currently sitting at. Now, on my end, I think I'm someone who have been waiting for to be in a better financially secure position to tell myself that that's when I will enjoy X, Y, Z. And I think that's something that capitalism has played a very, very big role in. And life and the pandemic together have robbed us of a lot. We have experienced so much grief, so much loss on a magnitude, on a scale that I don't think any of us saw coming. I don't think any of us were prepared for. And now in this moment, in this year, I think we're only beginning to process and make sense of all of the chaos that has been happening and one thing that I think we've caught ourselves and I think me I've definitely been raised in a survival mode mindset where you must always prepare for a rainy day you must always save for xyz you must always be prepared for this 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 and in one hand yes preparation is always good for the rainy day but what are we doing in between the days i think myself i've caught myself very glued on that perspective on that lens of a rainy day that i forgot to shift my perspective and really say well presently what can i say i enjoy because i think i know the life i want I think I view myself as someone who's on a cliff and beyond me there's another hill that represents the life that I want, the person that I would like to become and there's a gap in between where I am and where it is and to get there I need to build a bridge of some sort and that's when another question funny enough came about about what have I done to build the life that I want. What are those steps that I've actually taken to build that plank brick by brick? And the truth is, I deserve to be happy now. Do you know what I mean? Happiness shouldn't be something that I always have to earn. It should be something that I can exist in as an individual and that's something that I have struggled with I have truly truly struggled with I'm thinking in this stage all in this period of my life I'm trying to teach myself that happiness is something that I deserve with or without hard work 
and as someone who was a young a student growing up i think i had tied hard work to celebration meaning that without hard work i have nothing to celebrate and celebration only tastes good after hard work and the result of that is that you may end up one may end up with a life that is largely unhappy where they are largely unsatisfied because the goalpost is always being shifted from an area that you are currently not sitting in and i was thinking to myself man am i tired of always being without it's exhausting you know this work this improvement you know so there's a part of me that just said oh screw it do i really need to do anything i'm tired of always working and processing things and having to like work to be at a certain point but at the same time the time will pass anyway that's something that came to my mind is whether i like it or not whether i do the work or not whether i bridge that gap between where i am and where i want to be the time will pass either way so what am i going to do with that time would i rather be on the cliff of where i am where i know i'm unhappy or would i at least be on the bridge building that bridge to where i want to be because i do deserve happiness why is happiness something that is so far from where i am why can't i be happy as i am does that make sense so really i'm trying to kind of tap out of this mindset that i've been in of waiting you know i think when you're not careful you kind of you position yourself or you wake up one day and you find yourself in life's waiting room with very few memories to add to add and i think that's what all of us are really doing when we think about it is when we look back we want to say we enjoyed this these are the memories that i built these are the relationships that i shared this is what my life means and i think it's that quote about you counting your life not in the years but in the moments that took your breath away yes it's very tumblery <laughs> but i get it you know in the end it's not going to be a career well some people will be their careers but for others it's going to be the moments that meant a lot to them the community so that comes back to well, what are we doing what am i doing to get to that point in my life um i think in one area of my life that i can pat myself on the back haha is you know working to service my inner child you know defending my inner child showing up for them talking to them kindly validating their feelings and defending that person I want to say that again and something that i learned recently is not gaslighting myself um i didn't realize how much of my own feelings that i felt that i'd been pushing aside subconsciously um in the sense that always saying that oh someone is going through worse you know that tendency to want to re frame your shortcomings in life by saying that someone else is going through a worse time but 
what that does is it's ta- it takes away the importance and the value of what you're currently feeling so you kind of teach yourself that what you are going through is not important because the next person is going through something more important than you but that's not the case what is going on with you is just as important and it has made such an impact to put you in this low position it should be acknowledged it should be analyzed it should be dealt with it at the very least shouldn't be pushed aside by yourself if anything you should be your own cheerleader and in the little moments in those little times that i think i've been showing up for the inner child i think i've been making my them happy i hope that i have been making them happy and it's still something that i'm teaching myself it's not a journey that i fully conquered it's difficult because i have a lot of habits that i was raised with a lot of habits that i learned a lot of the ways things that i definitely didn't know were unhealthy that i'm now stepping out of and for that area i think i can definitely say i'm proud of the work that i've done but in all honesty there's also other areas of my life that i've fallen short of you know when i think about that place of where I want to be the person that I want to be I, I'm definitely someone that likes community and likes to talk clearly <laughs> I didn't realize that I think you grow up being the quiet kid and you just nestle into that narrative but really if there's one thing that I have realized is that one I like to talk and two I actually do enjoy community and the thing about community and adulthood is that it is very difficult to forge and build relationships in our adulthood because on one hand we are all busy there's already schedules we're all doing different things chasing the bag whoop whoop but what has been very poignant and highlighted in recent years is that there is an isolating element to young adulthood especially and funny enough just this day i came across a post by rupi kaur i hope i said that right or kaur oh lord jesus the poet um and something that she had posted around friendship and the nostalgia of friendship you know reminiscing the times when she was a part of a friendship group where they had routine where your friend knows everything about you you know about everything about them the little things that running errands together and how sometimes in our capitalist adult millennial lives that sense of community gets lost we grow apart from our friends we don't talk to them as much as we thought we used to we aren't in touch with our lives and so on and so on and just that isolating feature that has come to envelop some of us and you know for a long time i felt silly almost for wanting companionship i think capitalism again was an enemy of progress always telling us that we must be focused on the money that we're making the hustle the money who poop that friendship and community wasn't something that was listed as a priority and for myself i'll be honest i've fallen short I fall in short. You know, when I ask myself the question well, what I've I really been doing in that regard and I don't have the answers, sway. <laughs> I really don't have the answers, but I can be honest at least with myself and say that and you know saying that out loud for the first time 
it hit me like a brick. Because in my mind, I thought I had been doing stuff in that area, but truthfully, that area has been vacant. It's been a little vacant. And I think the thing about life is that whenever you pursue something, you always have to be willing to contend with the defeat. That defeat is a part of the package and that's something that I've struggled with. I don't know if that comes from being a young child who was an A student who was always taught to strive for the top, strive for the top. I know that was drilled in me when I was young that when it comes to defeat and disappointment, if anything, we much rather avoid it altogether if it's even a possibility. You know, I think that's something that I've had to sit with and teach myself that defeat is a part of the package in my pursuit of this life. And that means that even in my pursuit of community, I won't get everyone to be on my side or get everyone to like me or get the person that I want to date because that's just life. And contending with defeat, some of us really are struggling with that. But I, I'm happy that I'm actually at a place where I can say these things to myself. Because I think there's a version of me that was just, I think didn't have the language. Let me defend them for a little bit, you know, let me not sell myself down the river. But I think younger me just didn't have the language for some of this stuff. Younger me just knew what I was feeling and would always think, ah, it will pass, ah, it's not that important. And therein lied the danger. The feelings that were never validated, that were never sat with, that were never acknowledged, that were always pushed to the side. And now I'm learning to not do that, but allow myself, no matter how silly it may feel, to just say, this is how I'm feeling. It is allowed. And I will deal with it, even if I'm not dealing with it, in the current moment but acknowledging it and saying yes it's okay let's just sit with it and it's difficult for an overthinker an an anxious person like myself who always wants the answers a problem solver someone who struggles when they don't have control of a situation but i'm hoping that as i bridge this gap between where i am the way I want to be that I can just also applaud myself for building that bridge and I think that's where I want to be essentially I want to build the bridge I don't want to sit in this cliff that I've been on for many many years and if I die on the way building a bridge then they will know that I tried and I will know that I tried and my inner child will see me trying and that's always the hardest bit trying and i think that's something that i had to teach myself in recent years that failure is not doesn't come with trying and not succeeding failure really comes with not giving yourself the opportunity to even try you know as a shy person it is very easy to kind of crawl back into your hole to crawl back into your shell because that's a safe space but as someone said to me recently you know life and the things that I want need me to come out of the comfort zone and you know those tumblr quotes that we see on certain days and then roll our eyes only for them to come and hit us back years later it's just it's the funny irony of life and then I think I'm excited 
I think I'm excited for that person that is on the other side. I'm excited to meet them. I'm excited that I have given myself this chance to say, let's do it. Let's build the bridge. And I think another important thing that I'm teaching myself is to really sit in the present and tell myself that I am deserving of happiness now. Not when I'm making more money, not when I'm living in a condo, whoop whoop, in Miami, whoop whoop. <laughs> okay, I need to stop saying whoop whoop. But that happiness is something that I can consume and engulf me in my present moment, that I'm worthy of it as I am not in a later stage, not an older version of me, but current me. Because the truth is we, as someone said, we are as young as we will ever be. That may feel morbid to someone, but it's also like an eye-opener that we are as young as we'll ever be and time is only passing by. So you might as well grab that cup and drink it till your heart's content because we all deserve happiness, we deserve contentment, we deserve to sit at a table where everything that we want is looking at us right in the eye and we're looking at it. So hopefully, if anything that you may take away from this episode is that you don't need to wait to be happy. You don't need to wait for contentment. You don't need to wait for joy. You are deserving of joy as you are, as you listen to this, as you sit and stand and wherever you are. And that's something that I'm going to teach myself and continue to say to myself. And I hope that little seed may stay with you. Thank you so much for listening and I will hopefully we'll be reunited in the next episode. Goodbye.